Bonjour! Bonjour! You cheese-eating surrender monkeys! Yowie-wowie! You better run, rambling rabbit! Bobby Lashley versus The Miz one-on-one here tonight on Monday Night Raw. Oh, God. Well, look who's back for another moment of bliss. Alexa Bliss. Gump shaking in. She never off the air. And for someone who acts like she's a lady, she sure knows how to throw some fists around. Um, phrasing? 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 Phrasing. kind of kicked me right out of my hangover that song so <laughs> goddamn funky the funkiest oh funk. god not coming to mixler there you are let's hope we can hear everyone mixler is shitting the bed um we're hoping this works we have currently no live listeners because it won't let anyone log into mixler nicky got in briefly but he's gone again so oh, i am gone oh shit i was in <laughs> yeah maybe that's why you can't hear it you're gone no, I was in <laughs> earlier when I was, I, uh, I don't know, fuck it. As long as it's yeah, recording. It's for me here, so. For the love of God, yeah, please let this be recording. Yeah, it's recording away, so we should be fine. If not, the, yeah, you'll never hear this, and we're not doing it a second time. Simple as. Another lost episode. Have to An miss actual lost <laughs> episode. An actual lost episode. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Christ. Boys, how's was the form. Four-man booth for once on a yeah, Friday night. Full house, full house. Feels like the olden days, yep. boys. Yep. Mm-hmm. After a nice feed of chicken and pints. Pint chicken and pints. Chicken and pints. Just what I need. Or non-alcoholic Heineken for fits. Because <laughs> I'm a responsible driver, that's responsible. why. <laughs> I'm proud of you. We're proud of you. Yeah, go fuck I'm yourself. Still, uh, I'm still trying to get the cure after Manchester because... That is very sick. You know, <laughs> that is very sick. <laughs> I've never had so many pints in a short space of time in my life. It's a miracle uh, I managed to get the plane. R.I.P. Steve. Much like if this recording stays, that kind of miracle, because I'm worried. Oh, yeah. I'm very, very, very worried. worried. I'm incredibly worried right now. The, the test the test worked. Everything is ticking away. I'm not using Hangouts ever again because it's too much work for me. I will be all night trying to fix the audio and waiting for it to process and no. I'd rather be no. I'd rather there be no episode because we've had a lot of extra ones lately so they can get fucked. Catch <laughs> so up. Playing catch up, like yeah. We're closing in exactly, on one hundred. Yeah, exactly. Not too yeah, far away. Another now. six. Yeah. yeah. Um. That'll be fun. We'll do something mental for it. it used to be that we'd go live and get drunk, but we do that kind of every week now. So <laughs> got to top it. It's a bit like suicide dives. You know, what do you do after that? I mean, what's the next level? Oh, man. Actual but, suicide. You know, there we have it. I don't have the libation thing here at the moment either. I'm trying to limit ah. the soundboard just in case. Oh yeah, <laughs> as little pressure as possible. Yeah, but a libation, puff of all. Oh, please indulge. Go on, Fitz. You can do it. Hey, 
I've already pre-clicked my one. What's this <laughs> woman drink you're drinking again? Kiss. What is this thing? I saw it. I saw it. you were had it on your Snapchat for double or nothing. Wild strawberry taste with real juice. Premium cider inspired by nature. 4.5%. How's your vagina? He's, how is your <laughs> vagina? It's quite itchy, to be honest with you now. I think I might have an infection. Probably from the kids. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I, I think, think it was from Gordo's mask. And I re- hey, fuck yeah. off. <laughs> Fuck off. I'm, I'm pretty touch, sure. I'm touch, saying, please. Touch. I was saying the other night, I'm pretty sure we actually found I found the point where that started and it was all the way back in episode 17. So fuck off. Jesus. Jesus. That means I missed oh. the anniversary. Fuck. No wonder she was pissed off at me that time. I'm, I'm going to punch you right in the fuck, I swear to Christ. Oh. So aggressive. So I, told you yeah. a, I told you I had a hotel story for you. Oh, yes, oh, yeah. you did. You said to wait for an hour. Let's do this. Yes. Um, so, as we were saying, one of the guys pulled out, unfortunately, he couldn't make it. So, I was stuck with a double room to myself. Phrasing. So, whatever way we worked it out, we were phrasing, uh, we worked it out where blah, 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 long story short. We get to the t- we get to the reception. It was like, I'm checking in. My name is, you know, not my name, the other guy's name. And uh, he goes, oh, yes, that's great. That's great. Would you like to upgrade your room to a room with windows? I was like, how <laughs> Uh, what? Uh, what? Uh, 190 euro room doesn't have windows excuse or 190 pound win, uh, room doesn't have windows and um, all i heard was more money so i said hell no not a fucking hope it was already a bit dodged the hotel we were even though it's in a great area and i stayed across the road from it last year in piccadilly and uh yeah we got into the room and if you'd imagine a box room in a galway house the old rental accommodation wasn't much bigger than that it had no windows whatsoever, right? So it was roasting in there. So I was like, right, we just got off the plane. I need to have a shower. The other fellow said he needed to have a shower. And that was a huge mistake. The room <laughs> was like the Sahara Desert after the shower. Oh, yeah, and then he, he he had another one then. just he, he said, right, I'll take the temperature down a bit. And we had to open the front door of the hotel room. It was absolutely shocking. This was an expensive fucking room, like. Uh, went down to reception then I was like uh, the second day we suffered through because we were out, out getting copiously drunk anyway uh, came in then 9 o'clock that morning I went down for a smoke and how I get out of bed at 9 and I said to you Juan uh, listen this room up there is a bit shit <laughs> is there any chance of moving it <laughs> I was like what oh she said oh is everything okay with the room I said well you know when <laughs> when he asked me if I wanted a room without, with windows I didn't want to pay more so I said no but I will pay you any amount of money now to move me to a different room. <laughs> She's like, is there any air conditioning or anything? He's like, no, the air con doesn't work. I was like, okay, uh, we can send you a fan. I was like, that'd be great. Uh, three hours passed and I was asking housekeeping for this fan. Never arrived. And that <laughs> night I found two of them in the pub. This was after the Metallica gig. I found two fans in the pub and I just took them. I just went up to the room with them. I didn't care who saw me. <laughs> they said, fuck off. The smell of everything in there was horrendous. Oh. It was hot enough in Manchester. Oh my god! And you imagine two grown ass men on a feed of pints. What this? Imagine the smell of that room in the morning. Oh. <laughs> Just saying. No ventilation. It no aircon. No windows. Nothing. No fans. No hope. No dignity. No dignity. Not anywhere. Cold showers to keep the old uh, temperature down. Rough. This wasn't a kit, like. Rough. Do you know what I mean? This wasn't some fucking fifty euro hotel we found, like. Jesus H. But uh, mm-hmm. yeah, it was the current Mixler status of hotels. Wait. <laughs> 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 
so yeah, normally we have live chat, but uh, that's not working. For if you, even if you can get in, you can't use the chat at the moment. So Mixler is having awful trouble. So uh, some people probably don't listen to the podcast feed anymore. So that might help <laughs> the old numbers. <laughs> Last week was our most successful one ever. Was most successful entry. Seventeen to the million. Ever. 422,491 yep. listeners. Yep. Finally getting that recognition for creating wrestling podcasts, lads. Yeah, We're finally yeah. getting recognition. Yeah, it's about it. damn time. We when we invented it. the medium, we kind of got passed by by these professional wrestlers who uh, decided <laughs> to do their own and copy us, you know. Never <laughs> do they still do that? I'll still have, I don't know if they still do Bella Brains. I haven't listened in like a month and a half. but uh, Okay. Yeah, they still do a podcast. Do it still goes out every Wednesday. I'm going to test something here because the latency has gone a bit mad. So excuse the noise you might hear. It's gone up. It goes down. Gordo, how are you? Say words. Ah, grand show yourself. Mighty. We're sorted. We're sorted. So we've mixed our trouble. Well, everyone has mixed our trouble. And my video is frozen in Discord again. <laughs> it's just me looking down, defeated. So we're having awful trouble here. To be fair, you're a broken man. You're a broken man this oh, week anyway, so it's probably fitting. Yeah, just accurate is all. Yeah. Daddy's very sick. Daddy's very <laughs> sick. <laughs> so, oh, God. Any crack out of ye? Meta- Metallica were class, that's my thing, oh. and I enjoyed Ghost. Yeah. Ghost I really enjoyed too. Um, the Yeti had has never seen so many people. It was uh, surprised security could do much about it, but what a gig. Great fun. Did they play a load of new shite for ye and Slane as well? Uh, no, it was all just fuckers. Uh, you say new shite? You mean like the la- the latest album? The latest album. Uh, I had you know, <laughs> we had Saint Anger. I was uh, like, we got frantic. Ah, see, that's the better one. That's the only good song on <laughs> <in> the album. <laughs> it's played no, Saint the, Anger. Yeah, there was there's a few of the new. There was like three or four from the new album, and one from the one before, one or two from the one before. So they mixed yeah. it up, but most most of it was older stuff. Yeah, they, they started with Memory Remains. Well, they did Hardwired, and then Memory Remains, and then Disposable Heroes. So there was a nice mix of, you know, the old and the new. But then there was, they did the encore, right? And have you heard of Lords of Summer? It was on the deluxe edition of the last Metallic album. So nobody knew Don't what it was. It. No, no. I, kn- I knew what it was purely because the, the version I got had it on it. Nobody knew what <laughs> it was. It was just went down like a lead balloon. We had... Way too much new stuff. Way too much. I think there were seven new songs from the last two albums. Far too much. But they did play yeah. one Master of Puppets, um, Creeping Death and Sanitarium back to back. So that was quite cool. We, we we didn't get Sanitarium. We got a little so we got the same Hardware Memory Remains. This is our sellers. Hardware Memory Remains, Ride the Lightning, Whiskey in the Jar, The Unforgiven, Now That We're Dead, which is a new one, Mott in the yeah. Flame, which is a new one, Sabbath True, Halo on Fire, which is a new one, Frantic, One Puppets, Whom the Bell Tolls, Creeping Dead, Seek and Destroy. Then the encore was Spit Out the Bone, which is a new one that I like. Yeah. Uh, Not not Nothing Else Matters and Sandman. Yeah, that was literally it, except it was Lord of Summer. So it was Enter Sandman Mm. and and, uh, what you call it? Nothing Else Matters, which was brilliant life. They did um, I Want to Be Adored by Stone Roses in in Manchester. That was cool. So they must be doing a local song at every gig they do. Um, so the they crowd really got into that. Though, yeah, that they one do. Time. That yeah. one time, yeah. I was at that gig. The first, the first <laughs> gig, two thousand and three, was it or two thousand and two? And everyone's like, "Play whiskey in the jar." And he was like, "We don't know it. <laughs> we have to go and learn it." And to be fair, they did it the next year. Yeah. Um, good crack. Wish I didn't have thirty plus pints over the course of two days, I'm suffering for that one now. But we'll live. Huh. We'll live. Yeah. Oh, look, one thing they did actually do at uh, at Slane as well is uh, Robin Kirk did the Wild Rover. Oh, did they? 
Yeah. Oh, so that was your local thing. Whiskey in the jar was just yep. whiskey in the jar. Okay. Yeah. Not too bad. Um. Yeah. It was just Robin Kirk as well. But the stage show and everything was cool. I really, really yeah, enjoyed awesome. Ghost. I'm trying to catch up on all their stuff. Your man was he dressed as the Joker? Yeah. In a red red suit. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He was class. Did he ask about your assholes being wobbled? Yeah. It wasn't wobbled. It was. Um, Are your taints tickled. tickled? Yeah. Taints tickled. Yes. That <laughs> he was. He said. He was like we're at Metallica gig and he's really Swedish accent and he's like. That's what it was both. Yeah, there was, yeah, yeah. Both, yes. Yeah, she was like, he just asked, "We want to play a heavy song and make your ass wobble, and maybe taint your tickle or taint your tickle or whatever words, tickle your taint." And then at the end of after the song, he's like, "So how was that for you?" And he's like, "Assholes wobbled, taints tickled." He was good crack. He was good crack. But yeah, we better move on with this to make some money. My children need a wine. You know. Need they a got five it. star. Hey. I got it. Hey. <laughs> Stop. That's I was more a worried six about star quality. <laughs> I was more worried about that getting that clip than fucking Mixler launching. Like, ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, Mike and Maria, new deals, boys. Unless you've more stories before <laughs> we start talking about it. Any more stories out of you? Any crack? Um, no. Well, myself and Fitz are now planning a trip to Chicago. Oh yes, tell the tale. So I wake up at what ten to five last Friday to a message from Fitz asking, you know, oh tickets for a certain wrestling show are going on sale at five o'clock. Should we try get two of them? And uh, lo and behold, he managed to get into the queue. What was it? Twenty thousand. So I had three devices going to try to get into this uh, virtual queue system that they've developed. To be fair, it's a proper good system that they have going. So everyone logs onto the one link. And at five on the button, whoever's in the queue at that stage gets assigned a random number in the queue. And this is for so all it, out. Just so. This is for all out. All out. We are all in for all out. So I had my three devices set up. I had my laptop, I had my tablet, and my phone. All there sitting like a proper mark, waiting in angst for these virtual queues to kick off. Tablet load our laptop loaded up first, and I was twenty-two thousand in the queue. Oh fuck. Split second later, my phone updated. 26,000 in the queue. Oh, fuck me. This is never going to happen. Then my tablet showed up with around 5,000 in the queue. I was like, okay, okay. This could work. Bearing in mind that the capacity is around 11,000 in that arena. And there was a max four per ticket or four per transaction uh, limit on orders. So uh, my taint was tickling quite hard at this stage, (laughs) thinking that we might actually get some tickets. But nervous as fuck as well watching the queue go down and so on and so forth waiting about 13 minutes past five i'd say it was i eventually was allowed into the site on my tablet searched two tickets location best available search no tickets available i thought ye bastards you gave me hope you let me in to the ticketing site let me go ahead proceed try to get two tickets and all of a sudden no tickets. Mr. Soundboard. Jesus. <laughs> well, Steve wasn't going to do it. <laughs> Fucking dare tickling his team. <laughs> <laughs> so I tried this easily 50 times. Uh, and in true OTT style, the 51st time was a charm. Uh, loaded up, two tickets available. Yes, please. Complete a transaction at 5.26 p.m. Irish time. 26 minutes after they went on sale. So I am questioning out loud in person the AEW mark on this podcast 
is questioning the legitimacy of their sellout of 15 minutes. Are you questioning the reporting on AEW News? <laughs> yes, <laughs> sir. It is beyond reproach. But I have literal evidence to suggest otherwise. Not even to suggest otherwise, to say otherwise. They'll stick you There's on the no... payroll to keep you quiet. Just shut up. There... We might get some money no... out of this. <laughs> this is the one time I don't have to use allegedly. <laughs> Holy shit, we actually have, like, breaking news then. We yes. actually managed to break the news on something. Ha. Oh, baby. Oh, baby. In my investigative journalism, I was able to deduce that AEW did, in fact, not sell out in 15 minutes. <gasps> Therefore, the cost of my tickets shall be written off against our future expenses. But we wasted all much. that money on chicken and pints today. <laughs> <laughs> I do wonder if they counted... You know the way if everyone has tickets in their basket, sometimes people count, oh, it's a sell- but they haven't actually bought them. So it looks like there's no more tickets available. But as we no. all know from OTT, they free up when people free up their baskets. When they say, okay, yeah. but you got tickets, I'll close mine out. And then maybe they called it at that first point, but people were still getting tickets for like ages afterwards as they yeah. get left people's baskets and go back in. That's that's like Arsenal Football Club announcing an attendance of 61,428 when there's only 50,000 people actually in the arena, whereas they count ticket sales rather than tickets of people yeah. who attended. Every season ticket is counted as attending. Yeah. Regardless Which is if they the show bollocks. up or not. If you're counting ticket sales uh, through a certain time period, you have to count when that ticket was legitimately sold. Cash money. Yep. What? Uh... Uh, interestingly, Uncle Dave did not reply to my tweet asking him this question. Shock horror. Wow. Oh, I, I'm calling him out. Dave, sure, he's a, he's an upstanding member of the journalist community and not at all being paid by AEW to report good things. There's no evidence of it. Find me one piece of evidence. Fitz? <laughs> no, even yes. Fitz can. And he's the, we, we've called him the AEW Mark, even though we all are. Hey, hey, I do not appreciate that name. I'm just a passionate, dedicated hardworking member of the wrestling uh, industry and I am offended that you would use such terminology and phrasing to address me like that. All right, Stone Cold Steve Austin. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I love seeing Ryan Satin backpedaling. It's fucking hilarious. I hate that. I Uh, hate him with a passion. That's renowned dildo enthusiast, right? (laughs) (laughs) Fuck, I keep peeking my mic. Anyone, anyone else he would have just gone head for them but no because it was someone legitimate in the industry he backs down quicker than fucking Gordo's mother does mm-hmm. <laughs> Jesus you're going to be oh. stuck in a foreign country with me for five fucking days <laughs> well I'm the one with all the tickets so yeah you got to be nice to your father <laughs> Oh, Mike and Maria anyway <laughs> <laughs> the fuck did they get re-signed for <laughs> why are they so afraid of AEW at this stage now that they're not letting anyone go they aren't Those worth a, they're not worth a penny Ty Dillinger was worth more than them I would have kept Ty ahead of them I, I, don't I, I don't understand it at all it doesn't make any sense unless they do have some sort of plans but I don't see that happen in any way unless they have dirt on them there's got us some really bad dirt. Just keep me yeah. happy. Think about it, Maria. Backstage, back in the day, possibly. Vince totally tried that. <laughs> Say no more. Allegedly. 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 Let's talk about good stuff then. 
G1 blocks have been announced. And where did it? Oh, see, I sh what I should have done is said the G1 blocks have been announced. Oh, boy! And use that. But there we have it. It's done now. Such an amateur. <laughs> A block is mental. You have Okada, Zack Sabre Jr., Tanahashi, Ibushi, Evil Sonata, Fale, Lance Archer, Will Ospreay, and Kenta. Like, That's oh. allegedly Zack Sabre Jr. Yeah. Um, that hooked that all to my veins. The match is there. It's crazy. Uh, B block then, Naito, Ishii, Juice, Toriano, um, <coughs> Roki Goto. Uh, Jay White, Jeff Cobb, Shin ooh, Shingo Takagi. Why can't I talk? Takagi, uh, Tai Chi, and John Motherfucking Moxley. You and always have issues announcing Japanese names. Never once, except for there. I don't know where this came from. <laughs> Kazushka Okada. Kazushka Okada. The human skeleton was denied a bank loan. <laughs> How now, brown cow? How now, brown cow? <laughs> We're live right now. I don't believe you. Um. Yeah, some of those matches. I mean, you're getting Okada Tanahashi as a fucking group match. I mean, happy day or a block match. Happy days. Mm -hmm. um, Fuck that. We're getting Yano versus fucking Moxley. True. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it it's an interesting one. I was wondering. If Jay White is like buried down there in my head. I'm like, but that guy just won the title a few months ago. Mm-hmm. So and he's uh, on a definite upswing as well. Hmm. Like Kenta as well. Kenta and Osprey are the big stories there, apart from the obvious Moxley one. Kenta mm -hmm. deemed 205 live guy, uh, a, li a light heavyweight, a cruiserweight, whatever you want to call it, and Osprey, also the, the junior heavyweight champion, in the G1. It's an interesting one. Mm -hmm. Definitely is. be fun, interesting to see. Yeah, there's, I'm just looking at the matchups. Oh, there's so many, so many good ones. It's crazy. What's and your if favorite? you want to also look at the matchups... We have a, 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 a scorecard slash prediction slash spreadsheet that you can fill out, work track all the progress yourself. Really? Send out the link on Twitter soon. Tell also me on more. our website, tubitsports.com. What? Which we is still on have the a internet. <laughs> we do. Believe it or not, there actually is a website and there's an article on it now. Holy moly. Ah, what does it even mean? What does it even mean? Evil versus Sonata is going to happen. Mm-hmm. With their boy mm -hmm. Naito on a different block. We'll say, go around here. Who is winning A block, Nick? I reckon it's going to be a Bushi. Okay. I'm going Gordo. for Okada. Gordo? I'm sticking with something I predicted a couple, uh, when we talked about... Uh, Dominion after show and I'm going to say Osprey to win the block yep wow I might row in behind you because he did move to Japan so I'm wondering his was he promised some stuff I'm going Osprey to win A block and I'm going Naito to win B block because then you have the whole thing of some, uh, remember I was saying about Osprey cementing his rise up to heavyweight versus the quest for two belts from Naito yeah, hmm. I think, yeah, the two belts thing, I think Naito will win B-Block. I don't know about you, Nick. Yeah, I reckon, I reckon Naito, yeah, yeah Naito for yeah. B-Block. Same for yeah. you, Fitz. Europe, I'm going to card a Naito final. How does John Moxley do? Does he get well, close to the top? or? He doesn't need to win it, and I don't think he can win it because, obviously, his negotiations will 
not allow certain things to happen after October and TV time. So I think this is kind of a tournament and done situation. So I think he'll pick up maybe six or eight points, but it's all about performance about him getting his name out there, getting the face yeah. out there a bit more. Like he, I reckon Robinson Juice is probably going to beat him during the tournament, therefore get a rematch for the title and get the title back. Yeah. We'll get him after that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And who, who wins it all then? Is it Naito? Naito. Is the story Naito, already told? It has to be. Yeah. has to be Naito. Mm. I, know, I think Okada. I think you kind of reinforce him being the top guy again and him getting to choose his opponent for Wrestle Kingdom. And it's Kenny Omega. Because <laughs> <laughs> it could be. Kenny has it in his contract. Of course. You never know. And they, they, never had that, they never really had that final payoff, I think. There's always... They've left it on the table. They've left definitely left something on the table for us to want. So I think they, they and, possibly could give us the, that in future. The story of what happened to Okada after he lost the title with his midlife crisis and all that stuff. It's a cool he little story for Okada. Yeah. But he needs does, to get that win back over Omega. Does a vice president book himself or go to Japan to lose? Does that make AEW look a bit shite if they do that? Uh, is it just the Ibushi match? Is it Kenny Ibushi? Is that where he's holding out for? It's hard to know what, because at the minute, and we'll, we'll look at it in the future with the other things that we've talked about tonight, the relationship isn't there between AEW and New Japan Pro Wrestling yet. And from what we've seen so far, it doesn't look like there's going to be one either. It looks like New Japan are sticking with Ring of Honor, which you can't really blame them for. They've had a working relationship with them for a good few years now, and they're the ones who are benefiting out of it the whole time rather than Ring of Honor. Um, New Japan are definitely carrying the flag on that one. So if it was ever to change and if they were ever to have a working relationship with New Japan and uh, AEW, then absolutely Kenny can come in win and lose appropriately and kind of develop storylines and you know you could justify we see both companies benefiting from it but until that happens neither company will want to give in will want to give the other the advantage so you're bang on what you're saying there kenny's not going to come in there when their working relationship is not there and lose i don't think tony can would allow that well we might as well talk about that bit because it was a note in the observer um that all elite wrestling has moxley's rights <clears throat> excuse me for shows in the United States which which kept him from working the G1 show in Dallas uh, the United States champion can't work in the United States which is kind of a funny little note there but um, Oxley can work the New Japan shows in Japan without an issue but uh, but has appeared on a small but and has appeared on small independent shows but AEW would not allow him to work the New Japan show uh, Meltzer goes on to report that until New Japan and AEW form an actual partnership AEW talent will not be appearing on any New Japan shows in the US both Moxley and Jericho have taken matches in Japan with, with NJPW while under contract with AEW. Kenny Omega has it written into his contract that he can appear in NJ, NJPW, but he's yet to utilize that option. So he waiting for an Ibushi match. I think that's the that's his, you know, he wanted AJ at Mania and he wants Ibushi at Wrestle Kingdom. I think that's probably his two bucket list matches for him. Yeah. Yeah, makes sense. But to be fair, he's big enough that he can demand these things. And if the, the backstage politics will allow it, then it'll happen. Yeah. Oh, like, ideally, Ring of Honor is dead in the water. I mean, you see the stuff that's coming out with the, the seating charts that are coming out. They can't sell 100 tickets to these shows. If I was New Japan, I'd play it the way I'd play Fire Promoter on Fire Pro. i go and start <laughs> start picking talent away and just close them down. <laughs> see, it, well, I think you're you're looking at the right angle, but I think you're looking at the wrong parts. I think if you're AEW, you absorb Ring of Honor. 
for the simple reason that New Japan is a Japanese company. It seems very obvious to say. I know that. But they don't necessarily wait, 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 want... Wait, 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 wait. Say that to me again. Carry, <laughs> carry the one. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think, and I would hope that they don't either, that New Japan don't necessarily want to create a physical presence in the United States. You know, they... Don't think they lost a lot of support, but they definitely moved away from their core following over the over the last few years with um, the Kenny and the Bucks being almost the star attractions of their shows to the point of where their own talent from Japan's... Japan? Japan, Japan. suffered. Ah, oh, Japan. <laughs> Japan suffered. <laughs> Likes of Okada kind of definitely took a bit of a hit. Naito, I don't think, was best pleased with his place on the card for a couple of years. Kota Bushi now has come into his own and signed an actual contract with New Japan. So I think they want to protect their own... Ter- territory first and foremost and have negotiations and dealings with international entities such as AEW so that they can travel abroad and expand their horizon and sell subscriptions for New Japan World. It's in AEW's interest to make sure that they wrap up as much of the, the territory in the United States as they can. Ultimately, Ring of Honor State is a competitor for them right now. However minuscule they might appear to be. Plus, they hold the keys to the New Japan Kingdom for them. No pun intended, maybe? I don't know. Um, <laughs> if they can break into that, and if they can get that relationship with New Japan by absorbing Ring of Honor, I think everyone's a winner, including Sinclair Media, who probably don't really care for Ring of Honor too much at all, really. Well, we might we, we will be doing uh, Super Showdown predictions later on, but we'll start a little prediction here. And I'll go Nicky Gordo fits, right? Who lasts longer? Impact or Ring of Honor? Who goes first? Ring of Honor. Ring of Honor are gone first. Impact is, is the cockroach of the wrestling industry. Yeah. Impact have already lasted longer than WCW. What? You mean, they, yeah. TNA slash Impact has been in business longer than WCW was for its entire run. That is insane. That was, <sighs> that was always my thing with Impact. They just got so much money pumped into them by idiots that didn't know any better. My whole theory was... If AEW doesn't succeed, I don't see the can sticking around with this as a going concern. I'm not saying it won't succeed. If 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 AEW was like Impact, and there was not well, my screen hole went off, my screen went off there. That's weird. Something's gone weird here. Um, if AEW had the numbers Impact was getting, I don't see the cans continued to support it like like these clowns have done with Impact for this long. No, but like, you can't imagine the content is going to be that bad either. No, it won't be. It won't be. Um, but yeah, it's an interesting time. But Fitz, who, you didn't say who you thought, Ring of Honor or Impact. Because one if of them is going to go. Uh, if they both continue as independent entities as they are right now, I don't know if there's a reason that either of them need to necessarily disappear. Oh, I don't say the need, as in it's not financially viable anymore. Well, that's what I mean. Like, Who makes that call? Ultimately, it's the, the, the execs. So why would the execs of either company pull the plug? Are any of them losing money right now? They can't be making much. Can't I can't imagine Sinc- Ring of Honor is making much. Anyway. Sinclair bro- Broadcasting are bigger than WWE. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They're a much richer organization, so I suppose they yeah. can just keep pumping money in. For That's Sinclair, impact. I'd say it's just to have something to throw on their TV. It fills a slot. That's probably what the only reason they're keeping it going. Probably. Now we've said we've told the story a hundred times when Jay Lethal won the title. There was two rows of people at the gig or at the mm-hmm. show. 
And Nobody that, cares. That's the, crying, that's the crying shame about Ring of Honor. Up to maybe a year ago when Bully Ray came in, the quality of the wrestling was fantastic, but they just couldn't promote a show to save their lives. Yeah, I'd hate and to see them go. Whereas you look at AEW, who have had, what, literally one show so far, but the hype about them is bigger now than Ring of Honor has ever been. It's true. It really is. It's, uh, well, when you've got problems at Impact, like they're after losing Scarlett Bordeaux there now as well. She got her release. <laughs> and Killer Cross wants out. Oh, there's some, nothing but horrible stories. Clusterfuck. The, the situation with him is a clusterfuck. He signed a new uh, contract or something, wasn't it? No, he, so basically he signed a deal remember a year or two ago when there was very few options on the table. Um, obviously less less places with TV deals, less places to get exposure. And he was, he'd, he'd done a bit of stuff in AAA but hadn't done much in the States. Um, so he was, he was doing all right for himself but he signed a deal with Impact to kind of try and get his name out of there uh, out in the US and Basically, he's now being featured like a main event guy there. He's coming out like he, I think last week he obliterated Sandman in something like 45 seconds. He's been feuding with the likes of Johnny Nitro, Impact, Morrison, Mundo. Um, he's been in there with Cage. He's been in there with all their main event guys, but there's a sense he's still been paid on a kind of basically barely above minimum wage plus appearance sort of a contract and having to make his own way to shows. So he's barely making any money out of this deal. So he basically went to them looking for to restructure his deal and try and get, essentially get his worth from them. And they basically said, well, this is kind of what we think you're worth. And it's like roughly half of what he reckons. He's wanted, he's essentially he's wanted main event money because he's doing main event stuff and they're, they're offering him half of that. And Scarlett was living at home because she couldn't afford yeah. to get their own place. And they're married, yeah. aren't they? Or engaged or something? I uh, don't think so. Well, I know they're dating, but I don't, I don't think they're engaged, man. Lucky, lucky man. Oh, there's still hope, about Anton. There's still hope. Still hope. She's not tied down yet. But like at the end of the day, he, if he gets his release, uh, either of the two big companies, and I say I'm including AEW as big company because they, they have the money, um, but either of the two of them are both going to be trying to compete to try and sign him. Uh, he'll have his choice between the two. But yeah, I think one somebody from within Impact basically came out and said something about how he was uh, essentially demanding too much or something like that. And then he went on a podcast somewhere and basically explained, nope, I'm just wanting to get paid what I deserve. He explained the whole thing around, oh, excuse me, uh, around how he basically signed the contract when there was less options. He said, you know, the landscape has changed and, you know, people have these options now and at the end of the day he's he still signed that piece of paper so I can see where impact are coming from but at the same time you're using the guy at main event level with fucking curtain jerker money mm-hmm. even WWE restructure deals once guys get bumped up the card you know we even had it with Becky her deal got redone last year when she started hit, catching fire impact seemed to be the only company who just said no nope, fuck it we have you so how long is left on the deal do you know uh, I think it's still another two years on it. I think someone yeah, said he's, he signed a five-year deal when he yeah. could have. Like, there was NXT around at that time. They were snapping people up. It seemed crazy. See, he wasn't. He had done fuck all in the states, though. That was the thing. He'd done absolutely nothing in the states at that stage. So ultimately, when you're signing a contract, you have to know what your worth is. He signed a bad deal. Fair enough. You know, you do what you can to try to get out of it. 
don't expect handouts don't expect favors yeah comes back to the was it triple h wcw deal the time he basically bischoff went off from a two-year or a three-year deal and he turned around and said give me a year and was told he was crazy for wanting to turn down like was it 50 grand for uh, 50 grand a year for three years or something like that and he basically said give me a year because after one year you're either going to know that i'm not even worth paying 50 grand or i'm going to be worth a hell of a lot more than 50 grand a year mm-hmm. a year later wwe come knocking yeah you know so just shows sometimes you have to bet on yourself unfortunately in this case he he didn't and let's come back to bite him in the hole but i will see what happens mm-hmm. and the flip side of that is like you know impact are not a big promotion anymore do they have the funds to be throwing around like that so if he gets paid what's to stop everyone else on the car going well he just complained about his wage why don't i get a pay rise i read something that he found out somebody had got the money he was asking for and that's what pissed him off yeah they probably negotiated for it you know what ultimately when your contract comes up for negotiation it's up to you to make sure you get the best deal possible if you accept a deal and then realize that your co-worker who does the same amount of work as you, do the same job as you, is getting paid 10% more. Shame on you for settling for less. It's like I only found out earlier today that Nikki has a large popcorn <laughs> chicken worked into his deal and I only have a small in mine. It's like, what the fuck is this? Yep. It's funny. Uh, word, uh, company, logic. Uh, well, all of you will get what I mean there. That's a very similar problem in a certain place for us as well, Fitz. <laughs> I'm, I'm currently on the old school Ibushi deal. I haven't had a contract in there in about a decade. And uh, <laughs> see how I get on. Anyway, the Austin podcast with Tony Khan then. There wasn't a whole lot of news coming out of it, bar. Um, Tony has confirmed that there'll be two hours live on TNT and that there'll be women's tag team titles. And he's also confirmed a tag team tournament where uh, when AEW starts on TNT. I assume that's to crown the first champions, first tag yeah. champs. Yeah. Uh, they have a match at Fighter Fest to qualify for a match at All Out, which will get you a bye from the first round tournament if you win. It's a chance head, at a bye. My head exploded. My head exploded reading it. I said, I'll let you figure this out and talk about it. So win, win two matches to skip one round. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> It's fucking casino battle royale all over again. Keep it simple. Keep it simple. <laughs> Keep it simple, stupid. It's like my um, can of uh, cider. Kiss. Kiss. It's an so, old marketing Sonny acronym. Kiss. Sonny Kiss is going to win, is it? Not that transvestite. <laughs> hey, Jesus. No. Oh, 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 sorry. I use a term that's actually from <laughs> dictionary. That's actually correct. Oh my oh. God, shoot me. How dare I use a word that's in the dictionary to describe You're going you to America, then shoot you there, it's fine. Oh my God. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, if anyone is getting shot, it's me when I wear my Packers jersey outside Told Soldier you. Field. <laughs> You're not allowed to bring your Packers shit with you. I'm bringing it. You're not. I'm bringing it. I'll tell them that you got a bomb in your bag at the airport. They'll not let you on the plane. I'm bringing it. <laughs> well, either the bomb or the jersey, one or the other. <laughs> Distance yourselves from these comments. <laughs> no, I'll distance myself from the bomb. I'm not distancing myself from New Jersey. It's happening. Um, we had f- finally had official confirmation of the death knell of WWE on UK television. Uh, BT Sport deal is official. So from January 2020, Raw and SmackDown will be on BT Sport, and monthly pay per views will be shown on BT Sport box office, where nobody will order them because of the network. Um, but. Somebody had put up online that it's a quarter of the audience. 
So mm-hmm. compared to Sky, BT has scored a quarter of the audience. It's not that bad. Nobody knows for sure. And as we said sure. before, they've got something cooking up their sleeves where BT is going to be part of the package or will be reduced to a basic, mm. you know, it's going to be something along the lines. Well, There's no way WWE cut that deal. No in, way. In Ireland, apparently in the next month or two coming out is that Sky are launching BT as part of their sports package. Mm-hmm. So if you're in Ireland and you enjoy some WWE TV product, firstly, shame on you for enjoying WWE TV product. Secondly, <laughs> you probably won't have to pay any more money because you're going to have those channels for free. Yeah. And the UK is the problem because it's so fragmented. You get BT Sport on your phone deal, but it'll only work on your phone and all this sort of nonsense. Mm-hmm. It's not as straightforward as just sticking on Sky Sports. Yeah, but the, the flip side of that is over in the UK, a lot of people would have BT Internet. And if you mm-hmm. have BT Internet, you more than likely have a BT TV subscription of which sport is nearly always free with it. So you could actually be opening yourselves to a, a subsection of the TV demographic that would not necessarily have Sky Sports anyway, but now will have BT Sports available to them. Okay. So it's possible that even though you're losing a large proportion of Sky customers, you might be gaining a small subset of BT customers who might be new to the product and might be a kind of a fresh audience. That could be thing. That could be the thing. You have eight point something million people on Sky, and then you have two point two on BT. So it's a huge mm-hmm. drop. That's potential audience. Obviously, we found out yeah. when this all came out that only a hundred thousand people were watching Raw on Sky. So maybe yeah. you'll get more than the hundred thousand. Your potential audience could be lower, but your actual audience could be higher. You never know. Plus, but, plus BT. It's an off. It's an awful gamble. Their their audience in general is a more fight based audience so it is possible that you know the the people who already have BT Sports are more likely to watch WWE because they'd be used to watching the likes of UFC and there would be a, a fairly high relative crossover audience between those two sports true I thought I had a sting for this but um, I forgot to load it in and I can't find it Gordo you have a new game. You have an idea for a game for us, seeing as we're talking numbers. Yeah, I figured we'd have a bit of fun. Um, maybe just introduce a new little segment that I, I like to call 52 Drop-Off. Uh, it, <laughs> well, that'll have to do. <laughs> that'll do the job nicely because he's a genius. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, so we decided, you know, we keep going on about the state of the product at the moment and... Everyone knows I'm a stats guy and I like my figures. So we figured we'd, let's have a look and see year on year how the Raw and SmackDown ratings do compared to the year beforehand. So I've done a bit of research, a bit of digging. So just we'll start off with Raw. Um, so the Raw rating or the Raw amount of the viewers this week last year was 2.903 million. Okay. Okay. Now, would so you, you say this year is higher or lower? Um, lower. I'll go lower. I like this, this game. We have to guess, don't we? Yeah, we're going to have a bit of a guess. Um, okay. does, anyone, does anyone want to hazard a guess of how much lower? Uh, 2.28 million. What? Give us a percentage. I think it'll be easier for people to, to, to digest. Okay. The percentage drop, or do you have the percentage? Uh, I don't have the percentage, but I can work it out roughly in my head. Okay, that's fine. Um, so we're down to uh, this week was two point two three five. Oh, that's a big shot. So they have lost six hundred and seventy thousand. Yikes! That's what compared to this week last year. So you're looking at over twenty percent, around about twenty two percent. 
for Raw Ooh. on this week last year. And then we'll jump across to SmackDown, oh, which God. this week last year had 2.315, which was actually a massive jump on the week before that. Uh, this week last year, Raw or SmackDown jumped up 1.3 million viewers on the week before. Uh, this year, not so much. Uh, for the third week in a row, SmackDown has lost viewership. Uh, it dropped to 1.859 million. Below two. It's well below two. Uh, for the second week in a row, it's back below two million. That's and TNA numbers right there. Yep. Mm. It is... Oh, sorry, working out in my head. That is around about close to half a million down almost on this time last year. So again, around about 22 23% on this time oh. last year. Um, if you want more context, uh, Impact viewership this time last year was 262,000. Uh, I don't have their viewership for this week, but I'm going to guess shit. <laughs> uh, I was going to wait. I was waiting but, for that uh, to give you one. A libation, puff of all. Yeah, so uh, viewership figures. Not doing too good. I'm thinking Ooh. for next week, we'll have a little sting. We'll record it later. Um, give me... Ooh. If it's not too much work, give me what happened. What was the main storyline on the Raw last year, and and the SmackDown? Oh, doggies! Uh, um, no, for next time we'll say for next time. You give us, tell yeah. us. Okay, so Rollins did this. I also just realised we might have to do it a week, uh, a week of difference because a lot of the times the ratings won't come out till the Wednesday night or the Thursday. So we'll probably have to skip next week and do it the week after for next week. You'd get you'd get the Raw ones by Tuesday. Uh, it's sometimes it's Wednesday. That's usually on holidays, though. Yeah. I will see. We'll see if we have them. If we have them, we have them. If not, we'll have at least have Raw anyway. Yeah, hopefully. So what we'll do is you give us what happened on that Raw, and then we'll know what happened on this week's Raw, yeah. and then we'll guess the percentage, higher yep. or lower. I'll get some game show sounds and everything. We'll make a day of it. I, th- I think it'll always be lower. That's not much of a competition. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Until, until we hit like Christmas week because they're not going to run one on Christmas this year so it's fine yeah true uh, well what day does it fall on this year I'll load up my calendar yes what was it last year Saturday was it Smackdown's uh, so, Friday though as well don't forget that yeah, yeah. so this week Wednesday. this year Monday oh, Monday uh, the 23rd and Friday will be the 27th so, oh, they totally are. They're totally doing them That's, live. They're running those, yeah. yeah they're oh, they'll run, they'll run them live, but at least it's not on Christmas. True. Yeah, it was Christmas and New Year's last year. Christmas Eve, wasn't it? Yeah. Or Christmas Day. I can't they didn't run last year. It was Eve last year. They taped them. But yeah, it was live the year before. Prediction. Since the Tuesday will be the 23rd, are AEW going to run live shows on... Nope. Tuesday will be chance. 24th. Oh, that's the reason, sorry. It'll be yeah. Christmas Eve and New Year's Eve. Yeah. No, basketball is on a Tuesday on TNT. So AEW won't be on a Tuesday. It'll be a Wednesday. Tuesday night dynamite. It won't yeah. be happening. Won't be happening. I don't know. So they're not going to turn. They're not going to take basketball off TNT for a wrestling show that has no audience yet. It's not going to happen. Are, what are they going to do then? They're going to do it on Wednesdays. They can't do Tuesday or Thursday. It's basketball nights, so it has to be Wednesday. They're not going to run against Raw. Although I really wish they would. That would be <laughs> fucking hilarious if they did that. <laughs> First, go live against Raw. Could be suicide, could be genius. Yeah. Smackdown, mate. Well, although Smackdown on Fox, though. It, but we, it all depends on how that deal goes, how, how the, the viewership yeah. goes on the show to Fox. Go Thursday so night. It'll be Wednesday. They can't. Basketball. It'll be Wednesday night. 
Wednesday then nights. They're, but then they're going up against Ireland's most successful wrestling podcast. That's the problem. <laughs> How are we going to do? We're going to have uh, to we're, change we're days. We're moving. We're moving days. Once yeah, the, yeah. Once all these changes, we're moving days anyway. Like. So they're going to compete against NXT, essentially. Who might be going live at that stage anyway on FS1. God damn it, they should. Uh, maybe not live, but... Uh, a recorded Aired. version at yeah. least on TV. <laughs> until NXT starts getting more viewership than SmackDown and then <laughs> oh NXT is on Friday nights <laughs> I would love to know what the viewership is on NXT because mm. isn't the the highest views is always like a 24 or whatever from when they show it NXT mm. isn't at the top so um, I wonder but wasn't, wasn't SummerSlam week that NXT TakeOver had more views than SummerSlam yeah, yeah. good times I suppose when, you, when you're a tape show there's gonna, there's plenty of people like me that will just look up the spoilers I'm spoiled up to the next takeover or the next set of tapings or whatever the hell's going on it's, yeah um, it's recorded all the way up to takeover SummerSlam neat um, so yeah Fitz uh, this Rollins thing on Raw paint me a picture well let me just get out my canvas and my brushes here and just uh, write up one simple word heelish he was a bit of a bad bastard on Raw. I don't know what they wanted us to think watching this. So to put it into context, the show opened up with Elias in the ring doing his usual shtick. Um, and he says that he had agreed to be Baron Corbin's special guest referee at... Um, uh, what show? What are we talking here? What's the name of this crap show? Oh, Super sorry. Showdown. Stomping Super grounds where we kick ass and take names take names yep you have to give it its full title of course uh, and then Rollins comes out of nowhere and hits him with an orc no not an orcio he hits him with uh, a steel chair many 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 times he did love that chair Um, he, I think he went on the promo said that he was going to attack effectively anyone who thought of being a referee for Corbin and then throughout the night he also attacked poor Ethan Carter the third and uh, Mr. E. Young which was really bizarre because they had a little moment before he attacked him where they looked like they were old school bezies and all of a sudden, whack, from the back. Took too long to say no. He just took too long. Am I reading too much into this or was that very heelish behavior? No, it was incredibly heelish behavior. Um, No, I agree. They went a bit overkill on it. I could see they're wanting to do the whole he's really pissed off at Lesnar and just... He's on edge and all that sort of thing, but they might be going a bit too far with it if they want to keep him proper face. So what worry. did they what did they want us to feel or think watching that? He's just really weary of Lesnar. That's the way I, I took it as what they were look, going for. Is that that's what they were he's just he wants to because of all the chair shots and shit with the guys Lesnar, just want to keep that as his thing until they finally have the Lesnar payoff. It didn't come across that way though. No, not at all. It came across like that he was a person who doesn't trust anybody, who thinks he's going to get screwed by everybody, who's insecure, who's not confident in his own ability, who thinks he's going to lose. And he has the whole thing where he's getting annoyed at the whole cash-in thing, and he's used the cash-in thing. He he knows what it is. That's the biggest continuity error going in WWE right now. It's like, how dare Brock Lesnar tease cashing in and not actually cash in? He is defaming the high integrity of the money in the bank briefcase how dare he don't get it but it was a bad look for Seth Rollins that EC3 beat then oh so good (laughs) we were were speculating at our super strict and private and confidential 
pre-production podcast production meeting earlier. Pints. Pints. Yes, pints. That and EC3 definitely went into VKM's office and begged for an opportunity to be on TV, and this is what they gave him. What have you got for me? I'll do anything. Just put me on TV. And bar maybe one or two other bits on Raw, he was the star of the show. Yep. And, and that's how the weekend at Ethan's was quite fun. Yeah. That was literally it. Um, yeah. Um, is there much more to say on that topic that I missed because I had to pee because we had all those points? Uh, the Eric Young one, I did. I really, really didn't like that one. So the scene was set with Corbin and Eric Young talking backstage, and Eric Young said he'd think about being the special guest referee. You know, it didn't seem very committal to it, and he thanked Baron for the opportunity. It looked like he was willing to, you know, do the dirty just to get a bit of airtime. Ironically enough, because they all fucking need airtime because there's seven hundred and four, no, seven hundred and five people on the roster now. Uh, and then Seth Rollins comes out of nowhere confronts Eric Young Eric was like nah man I just said what I need to say to get away from him and Seth was like no nah, th- that's okay bro I know we're, we're cool we're cool we're cool they start to walk away from each other Seth attacks him from behind and wallops him with, with the chair nine times why strange like they're, they're making us want Baron Corbin to win this match I said it to you earlier I think Corbin is winning save your predictions save your predictions yeah. Um, like, okay, well, like I said, I, I, I posed a question to the lads while you were off um, urinating. What are they trying to make us feel with regards to Seth Rollins? What are we What are we supposed to think about this? That he'll Confusion. do anything to keep the title. That's probably all it is. Which is a heel mentality. Mm-hmm. Exactly. But Baron Corbin's the heel in this feud. Brock Lesnar is also the heel in this feud. Seth Rollins is supposed to be the biggest baby face in the company. Well, he hasn't got his brothers... Dean Ambrose is in a different country and Roman he can't just be walking on to shows without being you know it's not like it's some sort of wild card situation where anyone can go wherever they want is is that the story that Seth is all alone and he needs the chair and blah 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 if they if they told that story that would have been good you know I would have enjoyed that that would have been refreshing that's not what they told us that's not what we saw from watching 17 hours of Monday Night Raw and if they want you to know something they'll beat you over the head with it so that's oh not something boy. they thought of. Yep, yep, yep. But then we got the Firefly Funhouse, which went super dark this week. Yeah, I enjoyed that. It made me semi-erect, not going to lie. <laughs> <laughs> yep. This this is... Uh, <laughs> remember a year or so ago, we, we touched on it last week, Gordo, where you praised my creative genius. I very much liked that moment. But it was where we, we praised... Um, Braun Strowman and then we questioned how they were going to ruin it Yep, I am having a severe sense of deja vu right now because Bray Wyatt and the Firefly Funhouse has been the best thing on WWTV in the last six weeks it looks like it's finally coming to a head now and that we'll probably see him on Sunday if not Monday because it looks like it's reached that point of where something has to happen in person yeah and even oh. if they weren't building to it they need to do it soon the vignettes can't go on forever no, they're entertaining and you can still do the vignettes in between real life appearances. You know, that's mm-hmm. definitely a way to extend and can develop the storyline without him being in the ring every week doing or saying something. But they're just going to shit the bed with this so bad. Like, it would be so bad like if they decided to have him be the special guest referee at Stomping Grounds where you kick ass and take names. Yeah. Oh boy. But that was good. Uh, the fatal four away then. 
Mm. Oh, I kind of yes. hurt myself there again. Cesaro. <laughs> Cesaro. Oh, we need more of Cesaro on our TV. I don't know. What would you call that sort of suplex he did to Strowman? Effectively, he deadlifted him up on his back. Weird oh, kind of corked leg screw or something. There's a name on it. It's essentially, well, it's essentially like he lifts him up for an Argentine backbreaker, but there's a, a name on it. It's is that the Alpamere water slide or something like that. There's an actual name on it. That sounds uh, familiar, I think, actually. Yeah. There's a name on it. I can because I I have it on my creator guy in two K. So. <laughs> yeah. Well, effectively, he lifted Strowman. Like, I think pound for pound, Cesaro is the strongest man in WWE. Oh, 100 percent. It's pure. It's pure natural strength. Like it's not like it's not bodybuilder bullshit. Fucking looking muscly. It's just it's pure mm. actual strength. But then they just shafted him. He was the first one eliminated from this match because. It, in this fatal four-way elimination match, you did need to get eliminated to be eliminated from the match. You, yeah. you think that that sounds convoluted? Oh boy, it is. Welcome to WWE TV. Yeah, although this is they were very nice because after they were Lashley got eliminated by... Um, Strong. Uh, yeah, what happened was they decided uh, he jumped... Oh, he, he, yeah... Yeah, he jumps Strowman, but then afterwards, Miz and Ricochet. Miz wasn't part oh, of. Oh, sorry, the sorry, yeah. Lashley and uh, Cesaro just waited around for a whole Strowman. break, and yeah, then and then Ricochet came in and hit the six thirty. Yeah, and then gets the pin, but then didn't he get laid out or something? Or then, they had, then they had a two minute break. Yeah, yeah they, they had they a, they they have a two minute rest break during the ad. I'm yeah. like, how good was that for the live crowd? In, in the middle of a fatal four-way match, because you know that's what happens. This isn't a two or three falls match. No, no, mm. fatal four-way. That was no oh bueno. God. But it resulted in the Miz winning. No, it didn't. I wish well, Ricochet was Ricochet winning. I know. I didn't want Ricochet to win that. Ricochet versus Joe doesn't do it for me. Oh, am I, ra- am I wrong place. to think that? Oh, no, it'll be good. It'll be good. I think it'll be good. Yeah. Um, Ricochet, who's now using the code breaker as his second finisher because it's hurting him doing the six thirty every night. Well, he's a single but, leg code breaker. But yeah, but, but he did reach out to Jericho and ask. That's Chris Jericho's move. Chris Jericho <laughs> does <laughs> that. <laughs> Plus, that with, the, with the six with the oh, six thirty, he's been you know miss hit. I would say miss hitting it, but you know getting in the legs and kind of mm. not yeah. landing at hundred percent. I wouldn't blame him for that. If you actually look at oh, him, he's consistent no. in his flow. It's people moving on. <laughs> Cesaro hurting his leg last week. Yep. No, I agree. Like, it's just it, it runs to be fair, Ricochet is very flexible, as uh, the internet now knows. Oh. <laughs> Where's Where the outrage? Pick... Where's the Where outrage? You... Where did you pick that story from, Fitz? Oh, I, I picked it out of me hole. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, you're your finger in all sorts of pies this week, huh? No, not oh, no, not my God. fingers. Ricochet's fingers were up his hole. <laughs> oh, I see. Allegedly, there's not allegedly about it. Like <laughs> hashtag Ricochet. <laughs> hey, I, until there's evidence to prove it, I'm saying allegedly, and I am not going looking for the proof. No, I, I have not. I've, no. I've just seen tweets about it. I have no idea if yeah. they actually exist. Absolutely or not. not. This isn't a Tony Storm situation where there was a frantic search, but I mean. <laughs> But yeah, anyway. outrage. Where's the outrage that a, a male superstar's personal photos or videos were leaked? Why isn't the social justice warriors of the internet fighting the cause for Ricochet? Andrew Gulak, who apparently it happened to as well. But they're men, you know, filthy, disgusting men. men, you know. Yep. They're toxic. 
toxic masculinity. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not a not a perfect woman, you know, perfect, just beautiful woman who did no wrong, you know. Yeah. No, yeah. you have to defend them. No defending yeah. men. Filthy, filthy, yeah. toxic. Women men. can't defend themselves, so we have to do it for them. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's it. Not touching that. Not touching <laughs> that one. Revival touch, dressed touch up. And you can tell I haven't seen most of these shows because I was very, very drunk in Manchester when these things were going on. <laughs> the Revival dressed up, joined the celebrations with Shane and Drew. Drew viciously attacks Heath Slater after Slater asks Shane for a raise. I don't care and I'm moving on. <laughs> Becky promised uh, to lay out. Nice oh. Yeah, there was, there was a the moment. Whole, yeah, there was the a moment when uh, Slater came in to ask for the raise and Shane goes, do you know what? I appreciate the way you come in for that. That, that showed balls. But no, now get out. And then he kind of sent Drew out after him. And, you know, Drew went up and said, you know, man, you know, we've, we've been through tough times together. I know your family. We, we go back way, way, way back. And he reaches into his pocket to pull out a few, like, 20s or something to give it to him. And as he was going, oh, no, 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 I can't do it. All the while, Slater was on the phone to his missus. So his missus on the phone, hello, hello, hello. And then Drew proceeds to beat the living shit out of him. He's the old 3MB reunion. There was a little 3MB chant and everything. Yep, I like this. This is actually the first time since they've brought in the whole Scottish psychopath that he's actually acted like a psychopath. Mm-hmm. What's the other name they have on him? They keep Scottish Terminator. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Whereas, oh, ironically, Cesaro was also called the Swiss Cyborg and the Swiss Superman. Pick to be fair, it'd be much me. tougher to fucking to, to actually show someone as being a cyborg. <laughs> yeah. How the fuck do you prove that? He's just gonna start walking like Robocop. Well, I'm just looking in his nose. I'm just looking forward to something like this for when they pick a name. Braun Strowman says, hashtag, get off the tracks, the monster train is coming through. Just flows off the tongue, doesn't it? Just rolls out. Uh, hashtag, what's the hashtag? Uh, Becky promised to lay out Lacey Evans, who literally walked into the manhandle slam. This was hilarious. In and like we've seen this segment for the last three weeks, where Becky yeah. and Lacey talk shy to each other. Becky's entertaining as she usually is. Lacey was looking particularly fine on Monday night. I must say, she was dressed like a lady, and that lady would be brought out for a fine steak dinner. <laughs> but Becky says in her promo, "The next time that you come in with uh, within distance of me, I'm knocking you out." Uh, so she literally warned her, literally used those words to warn her. And Lacey decides to walk through the ropes. Boom, manhandle slab. Why is she not carrying the fucking microphone in her purse? <laughs> I'm going to keep tagging her. You're going to need to get over this. No, I am not. It's not going to happen. I am a man who like, appreciates simple things in a character. You're carrying the bag. Put something useful in it. If it's not that, have her put fucking pepper spray in it and pepper spray Becky on Sunday. Ah, now one thing I actually didn't write in the notes about this one was this was the first time that they've referenced Lacey Evans's military career yeah. before joining WWE. And Becky, to her credit, says, I respected what you've done before WD, but I don't respect you now. So they've kind of brought it in so that they've kind of put the foundations in for a future face turn for Lacey where she can go back to her roots of being a military. God bless America. Pew, pew. All these sorts well, of she... things, you know. She has confirmed kills, doesn't she? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. killer. So, yeah, she's SWAT. She's SWAT team member or something. She's yeah. high up. How can you not bring her in as a face? It baffles me. That's great, coming. I'm enjoying it could be her a great face turn. To be fair, I'm enjoying her heel run right now. She is more entertaining than ninety percent of the women on the roster. Yeah, 
and her wrestling ability is probably at that same percentage as well. Give her a new finisher, and she would be the second best female on the roster after Becky. That finisher, that finisher is the worst thing. Mm-hmm. A punch does not work as a finish. Same as a back elbow doesn't work as a finish, Chris Jericho. <sighs> oh, how dare you, sir! He's shown it, and it worked. He knocked out yeah. Kenny Omega. Kenny Omega. It's Nick, such Nick, a Nick, shit Nick, finish. Nick, stand I up there and I'll it. hit you with a back elbow. See how you fucking like it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> the problem is, in some of those matches, they're landing on their head 15 times in a row, and then all of a sudden, the elbow is the one that puts them out. But anyway, have you rewatched the casket match between Ibushi and uh, Naito yet to see that I'm right and you're wrong? No. No, you're wrestling, wrong. Wrestling 101, don't kill your opponent. Did he die? Even Dave Meltzer. <laughs> he might as well have. <laughs> oh, so he didn't die. So you are wrong. All right, go fuck yourself. Shut your yeah. face. Uh, yeah. Viking Raiders back on TV to squash local talent. Moving on, don't care. Uh, AJ and the club have a backstage judgment. Uh, the club vowed to be more serious, but then lose to the Usos. Yeah, so this is obviously setting up to their tour in Japan, which is happening, I want to say, next week or the week after. Oh, is that the one where um, Fergal Devitt, uh, Finn Balor, is going to head up the club in Japan? Is that the one? Yes, that's exactly the one. You know, that that prince of of darkness and all the things wonderful that came out of Japan. Oh, wait, no, no, I'm I'm remembering that was a dream. Sorry, never mind. Uh, I I suppose it's that lad, Triple H. He has to has to be in the club now. They have the perfect tag team partner right here. <laughs> yeah. Oh, trips. Uh, good God. Why does he need to do this? But I, I did actually see this bit. Uh, they threw up a two-sweet or something and it cost them the match. And AJ is pissed off at them. Yeah. yeah, to be fair, like if this was the start of a long-term story between these two, hook it up to my veins, give it to me right now. But we all know this is literally a two-week, one-and-done job, yep. and yep. they'll forget about it in a few weeks when AJ's back fit. The Japan tour is over, and the Good Brothers are forgotten about again. Yep, because the Good Brothers are leaving, so they're not going to do anything with them. I'm surprised they even put them on TV, to be honest. Uh, mm-hmm. The Big Dog destroys the revival Drew and Shane. Yep, moving on. Uh, <laughs> is that it? Was it? I heard this was really good. I'm sorry, it was backstage when the revival Drew and Shane oh, were having their dogs. party. Speaking of big dogs. Anyway, oh Fitz has to go too. Uh Gordo, what was the what was the uh the Roman segment like? I, I'm not gonna lie, I don't remember much of this. <laughs> <laughs> um, Alright, I'll move on. I don't yeah, care. Yeah, I it really done absolutely nothing for me, whatever the fuck yeah. happened with it. It was it, it was fine, but I just I'm over this feud. That's a problem yeah, for me. It uh, needs I'm, to die. It was not good. Uh, so Rollins beast. I'll give you one of the there was that the, the revival Drew and Shane were having their little soiree backstage. Oh, yeah, uh, and the, you know, Roman was in the ring talking shit, and he said, You know, fuck this, I'm going backstage. They mentioned his family, yeah, <laughs> blah blah blah. Who talks about family anymore? They do it every single week. They, they I know, Such I agree, it, it's just weak sauce, it's weak sauce. <laughs> Uh, so Roman goes backstage Revive and meet him in the hallway He squashes them in under 5 seconds Goes into the room Hits Shane, throws him to the wall Lifts Drew up, puts him through the table Shane hurries out to the ring to try to avoid him Because naturally when you're trying to run away from someone You go into the center of 12,000 people Makes sense Hits him with a Superman punch, hits him with a spear Roman Reigns is the big dog Big dog eats 
Rollins defeats Daniel Bryan after a weird scramble is the note I have here anyone want to take that one it no. was like it was a match I was looking forward to watching and it was they did a fuck finish then they restarted the match then they did a kind of yeah finish yeah it wasn't what it wasn't that to write home about uh, you did all, skip a second but anyway all the new day and Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn came out after a, a match that they had earlier on in the show where the new day defeated Corbin Owens and Zayn in a best two out of three falls match to bet him two nil basically because Corbin accidentally hit Zayn with a clothesline. Zayn and Owens get a bit pissed off at this and just walk out. So that's the end of that little kind of brothering relationship. Then in the Rollins and Brian match, for some reason, the New Day and Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn all come out. Referees are all over them, send everyone backstage, and they restart the match. After it was, I want to say, Big Rowan, caught Seth from doing a suicide dive hit him onto the hardest part of the ring with like a these weird choke slam but hold claw slam claw slam slam. yes that's that's probably more apt and then they just restart the match and it was meh Daniel Bryan lost with getting his head stomped into the ground seems logical thing to do to a man with concussion issues Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so move on to Smackdown then and we're going to breeze through this because we want to do predictions and stuff and I'm a bit worried that uh, this isn't going to hold up we're at an hour and 11 <laughs> I'm afraid Mixer is going to shit the bed uh, Dolph Ziggler has the same promo again for the third week any comments? it's a fine promo if I hadn't heard it two weeks in a row already yeah. it, it should like, have been me it's a good pro- like, I like it though I, 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 mean, I like the content of it but freshen it up a bit dude you know yeah don't get me wrong, um, I would love to see him win just because it's a shock factor for stomping grounds where you kick ass and take names. Not going to happen, though. Uh, a moment of shite, as we call it, a uh, moment of bliss. Bailey is becoming darker or kind of a heelish, or is she just kind of finally standing up for herself? Bit of an edge. She's getting a bit of an edge. She's definitely getting an edge good. here, uh, which is definitely good. I definitely agree with that, but I'd, does she know where to draw the line? It's creative putting her into more badass role or are they gone too far with her or leaning yeah. too far with her remember the pop when she turned on Sasha that time it was great yeah. yeah people wanted that out of her well that made sense because that was that was a good story and we find we don't have the payoff to that story and possibly never will now but this doesn't seem like it's justified for her being edgier yeah, I mean, they did some good back and forth. Like, they looked like they were actually legit pissing each other off, which was what you want between Bailey and Alexa. Like, Alexa mm-hmm. called out that Bailey hit her peak in NXT and stuff like that. You know, yeah, it touched some nerves. It's kind of what you want. So it was. I, I, I didn't hate it. I thought it was decent. Um, Kabuki Warriors are actually on TV this time. Said they have a match next week. The Iconics, and if they win, they'll get a future title shot. Are they not already the fucking number one contenders? Apparently not. I just forgot about that. What the fuck? And also, but aren't they, def- aren't they the facing champs. them at the? Beat the yeah, beat the champs to become the champs. Stupid. Yeah. But the um, it's happening in, not already in Tokyo. It's happening yeah. somewhere in Japan. Uh, it's where they're getting this match against the Iconics to decide if they get a, a title shot. But they're already the number one contenders. Yep. They had a match to do that. Yep. Where's oh, that I... continuity officer? But this this is not even. You don't even need a continuity officer for this. Is it, this is just one of those things like the automatic rematch which really needed to be fucking buried 10 feet underground is like you should not need to beat the champions to get a title championship match now we say that but it works really well in Japan 
in tournament yeah. styles, yeah. Mm. But you never have a one and one match for no reason with a champion. Yeah. The championship isn't on the line. I yeah. liked the days when you could see someone uh, like getting a fucking title shot out of the fact that they might have pinned the champ in like a tag match or whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, that but sort they, of stuff. They, and that they pin the they pin the champions all the time, and it ruins them. Yeah, yeah. it's stupid. But. <laughs> The Iconics haven't won a match against a credible team since they won the titles, except for actual, like, pay-per-view title defences. Last week. Yeah. Raw. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, Lacey Lay or something, or whatever the no, fuck she they, was called. No, they bet Nikki Cross and Alexa Bliss. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Again, it's a credible tag team. Maria Leah. <laughs> <laughs> Porn Those name. artists. Uh, Heavy Machinery defeated the B team. Debray on commentary was hilarious, it seems. He had one line in which cracked me up altogether. Uh, I think it was Byron Saxon says to him, Daniel, what would you do if Otis Dogovich sets you up for the caterpillar? Uh, I'd just move. <laughs> <laughs> it was good. like, and Eric Rowan had a headset on for the entire match and that's a single thing. Yeah. yeah, do you know what they've done? They've done the whole thing knowing you're playing like PlayStation as a kid and they're like, ah, go on, go on, let your brother or sister play. And go on, and just, you just unplug the controller. That's all they know with Rowan's headset. Uh, Drew and Elias defeated Miz and Truth in a tag team elimination match. Um, Steve, I, can I ask you a question yes. before mm-hmm. we go further there now? Because I want to see your opinion on this. How would a tag team elimination match normally work? Uh, where you pin somebody and the whole team is eliminated. See, that's what normal people would suggest. How would you run this uh, stipulation if there's only two teams? Uh, you'd, you'd call it a tag team match. <laughs> <laughs> is this what happened? Is, did they call this? Do they call it a tag team match and elimination match? Like exactly. if you got pinned, you're you were eliminated from the match, so it ended up being a handicap match afterwards. Okay, <laughs> it was weird. Uh, and in the setup to this, Miz decided to throw to uh, multiple video packages of what we discussed earlier of Roman oh. Reigns beating up Shane McMahon in slow motion. I think three video yeah. packages he threw to. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And I know you know that, but it did come, it did a good moment out of it. Uh, they gave Miz a chance to get a partner, but he had to work out who it was in the next 10 seconds. Yeah. At the same time, Truth happened to be wandering out from underneath the ring where he was hiding, and yeah. he became the partner. And they reformed nice. the awesome truth tag team from they did eleven years ago, no seven years ago. Uh, but, and the first elimination of this match, Elias pinned Truth, but yet did not become twenty four seven champion. Apparently, uh, immediately afterwards, all the locker room empty. As soon as Truth got eliminated, all the locker room emptied to try and go pin Truth. That's the, why it was an elimination match then to set up that angle because that's where their money is. Look yeah. at the views on YouTube for twenty four seven stuff. Oh. It was really That's weird. The only reason, but it was but really weird because they the all came out. Belt. They all came <laughs> out. The belt. Yeah, Shelton Benjamin grabs the belt and runs around and tries to declare himself as champ. And the ref is like, "But you didn't pin him." So Shelton Benjamin, the all former All American wrestler, doesn't realize you have to pin someone to beat them for a title. But- they kept saying this and comedy like, oh, no, you have to pin Truth to get to be the champ. Literally seconds after Truth was pinned by Elias, but yet he wasn't champ. the champion to get their title. Like, it Sorry, just... that played quicker. I didn't mean to jump all over you. That played <laughs> was, quicker than I thought. It was just really all over the place. Like, they seem to have this rule. They seem to have this thing now where if the 24-7 champ is in a match, he can't lose the title in that sanctioned match. But where did they ever say that? They said that for the very first time he did it, 
where Shane specifically ca- Shane called it out for that one match. For that one match, yeah, 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 that was that for that match, yeah. And now it's become lore for all of them for some reason. It's ridiculous. Well, it's... look, it did give us Drake Maverick eventually winning the title, and the mo- the funniest thing I've seen in WWE in years. I will, and I'm not overstating this. He pins Truth and uses the car for leverage, like what, they were wild dressed as Carmella. Yeah, <laughs> so good. He drew Truth in by dressing as Carmella, and then w- proceeded to go to the airport afterwards, still in full Carmella be- uh, <laughs> belly top, wearing the 24-7 title the entire way onto the plane. Yeah. Amazing. Uh, we were saying over points earlier, um, they should have had the ref not allow the pinfall because he was using the car for leverage. <laughs> that would be brilliant. Um, then you had Rollins and Kofi defeat Owens and Zayn in a best two out of three falls match, which ends 2-0. Champions not pinned on TV. It's a miracle. Mm. It's a goddamn miracle. Uh, like I this that's, stream. that's two two out of three falls matches they had on TV this week, and both yep. of them ended two nil. Oh, creative! What's good for the goose is good for the gander. That's yeah, how they both run We'll move on. Uh, stomping grounds predictions. Hey, stop being so bold. What? You address this by its proper title, you little bollocks. Oh yes, WWE Super Showdown. No. no, try it again. No, it's WWE stomping grounds where you kick oh. ass and take names. Yeah. Uh, before we get into that, though, Such an I would like before we get into that, I'd like to call out the twenty four seven YouTube stuff from today. Oh, oh the the wedding stuff. The wedding. <laughs> you go on. <laughs> so at, at Drake Maverick's wedding today, uh, as they were walking down the aisle after getting married, our truth appears out of nowhere, rolls up. Uh, Maverick, who was still who was wearing the twenty seven title twenty four seven title while getting married, and our true is the new twenty four seven champion. And uh, also a shout out to EC three, who is still battling his alcohol problem and had a blue solo cup to match his suit at the altar. <laughs> and of course to King Maxel for being the ring bearer. Ring bearer. But also, right, they they had to uh, bury the hatchet because you know King Maxel does hold a victory over Rockstar Spud slash Drake Maverick. So. Good times. That would have been some crack that wedding. Drinking oh. with Strowman. I think that'd be fun. <laughs> oh boy. Uh Gordo sent the stat about stomping grounds where you kick ass and take names. Uh WB Super Showdown. They're doing a two for one special on the majority of tickets, except for the nosebleeds. Uh, you can get two tickets in the middle tier for about forty dollars. Two floor seats, ten rows from the behind from the front row, I mean, uh seventy seven dollars. This is cheap. Considering ours were what thirty or forty quid each for the tickets we got for all outfits. Yep, thirty dollars. You know, um, this is fucking frightening. And this they've already they're already tarping off most of the hard cam side. They're only mm. selling the side facing towards the hard cam and the side behind the commentary table. That's all they're selling. And this yeah. is a twenty thousand, uh, less uh, eighteen thousand seater stadium, I think, or Where arena. What is it? Uh, I, I, I think remember. it's just because everyone kind of seen saw these matches a few weeks ago at, at Super Showdown. It's just you literally, match card. That's all it is. Like. You have a Money yeah. in the Bank rematch, two WrestleMania rematches, and two Stomping Grounds rematches. And this is Stomping Grounds. Sorry, Grounds. Fucking Super Super Showdown. Sorry, I keep getting confused because this is Super <laughs> Showdown or equivalent pay per view. Well played, sir. Well played. It's in Tacoma, Washington. So that's not exactly like a stronghold of wrestling fans. Yeah, but that means one thing. Debray is going to get cheered against Heavy Machinery. Oh, yeah. Uh, Washington. 
we'll move on uh, Cruiserweight Championship then we'll do the predictions does Nice hold, continue to hold the title then lads I'm going yes. to go no I say Gulak takes it here I reckon it's a triple threat so Nice doesn't take the pin or yeah. loss but uh, Gulak is the win over to Zawa and that's the title yeah I think Gulak as well uh, could they is Gulak still using the Dragon Sleeper as a finisher I, or I have Gulak I've, or whatever I've it's called. Two or five live in so long, I really need yeah. to catch up on it. So, I wonder could they do a way where he's essentially got Tazawa locked into that, and then Nice tries to sneak a pin on him as Gulak sits back into it, but as the ref counts two, Tazawa taps. So it makes Nice look strong, and so far as he's clever and he's trying to sneak a pin, and he's a second away, and then Tazawa taps. So it makes Gulak look strong by winning, and it makes Nice look strong by not dropping the title and having a somewhat clever spot at the end. Logic. Logic. I'm going to Zawa to win it. To Zawa. Um, so I didn't call out the order like we normally do. Well, I, the way I see it here is Nick Gordo fits in the order. Okay. Uh, Biggie and Xavier Woods versus Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. Nick. I reckon this is going to be the heels. Owens heel, heel, heel. Got to get yeah. that heat. What are you going to do with the heat? I don't know. Just get some more heat. Get more heat, heat damn it. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's got. I think it makes sense for the heels because they're going to potentially fitty fitty the new day. Yeah, is this well, confirmed give... for the kickoff show? Mm, I don't nope. know. Uh, no, I think the Debray Rowan Heavy Machinery is the kickoff. I, I think. Yeah, I thought that was the kickoff too. I'll double check now. One sec. Okay. If yeah. it's on the main card, I'll go heel as well. If it's on the kickoff show, I'm going to go face. They have not designated anything to the kickoff show yet, but I'm guessing something will be added to it. But right now, there's nothing specifically on it. Can I add that Rogue. stipulation to my predictions for our actual one? Uh, nope. No, because it'll be confirmed before things go live. Yeah, they'll they'll probably announce it tomorrow. Okay. Uh, so I'm going Owens and Zane. Gordo, yourself? Owens and Zane, yeah. And Fitz, and you're going Owens and Zane temporarily. Yes. Yes, yes. Uh, Roman Reigns versus Drew McIntyre. I'll start things off with the big dog. The big dog. Yes. I, fuck. I'm torn. I think I Drew need. Great tune. Great tune. Who won at Sweet Saudi Money 3? Shane O'Mac yeah, off the yeah. table. Mania, Mania. Oh. This is a Mania rematch. Roman Reigns won at Mania. Roman won at Mania. I think, I think Drew needs the win, but mm, I think if he Drew, does, but they're not going to give it to him. And if Drew, if Drew wins, the feud continues. Well, I think the feud's going to continue anyway. The feud is going to continue. Can't pin Roman Shane. again. Yeah, yeah, you that's can't what I'm pin saying. Roman again. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm still going to say, I'm still going to say Drew. I'm going to go Drew boy. too. Ooh. Jesus! Oh yeah! I think I think I think if they have any sense, Drew wins. Drew needs to win long term. Yeah. Roman can eat a couple of losses here and there. He'll eventually get the upper hand on Shane as opposed to Drew. So, yeah, hundred percent Roman winning that. Hundred <laughs> percent. <laughs> uh, SmackDown Tag Team Championships: Brian and Rowan versus Heavy Machinery. Brian and Rowan. Oh yeah, all the way. Gotta oh be yeah. <laughs> Fitz Champ retains Full house uh, US title match Ricochet versus Samoa Joe Joe has to win this match Because he just has to Yeah I no. can't see Joe losing again It has to be Joe uh, I reckon this is going to be I reckon it's going to be a great match Despite what Fitz thought earlier uh, And Ricochet is going to look amazing in it Because he's going to get bumped around He's going to 
it's going to be a great match. But uh, yeah, Joe is going to take him out at the end. Probably a tap out. Uh, I'm going to say a pass out. But yeah. Yeah, pass out. Yeah. Yeah. yeah think Joe full wins. House. Full house. Full house. You to win. You have the SmackDown Live women's title match. Bailey against Alexa Bliss. And I'll start the bidding here. Bliss wins it. Because of course she does. Controversial. I'm going Bailey to retain here. I'm going Bliss wins because of Nikki Cross. Hmm. I'm going Bailey wins potentially because of Nikki Cross. And Nikki then Alexa Nikki. Yeah. Mm. Ooh, that's tempting. What I think you have is Bliss wins it due to interference by Nikki Cross, and then they feud Bailey and Nikki Cross. But there'd be no Nikki's title on SmackDown. Alexa's on Raw. I know there's the wildcard means fuck. Oh, yeah, yeah. speaking of wildcards, there was at least six people on uh, SmackDown. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Raw, there was eight by 20 past two, if you didn't count teams as, as one. Well, that's four more people going off to the indies, lads, because they're getting <laughs> fired because they uh, said so. And thing is, like, people were saying champs don't count. Champs count. Why, why wouldn't the SmackDown men's champion count? It's not like the women's tag titles where it is a cross-brand yeah, sort of thing. That, that's a, so, that and the 24-7 title, fair enough. And I'll count Carmella in with the 24-7 title when it's on Troot because yeah, that's a package. It's a team, essentially, yeah. Uh, but yeah, other than that, champs count. Yes, they've, like called it, they've called it Kofi was there with the title on Raw. He's part yeah. there, part of the wild card. That's, it is what it is. That was wild all cards. of the New Day. That's one team. Yep. Yep. But no, the first night they did it, you know, they were talking about uh, Kofi. You know, he was here as part of the wild card rule. Shag it up. Anyway. God damn it. I'm a genius. Um, anyone else think Bliss or you all, Bailey? Um, I'm, I'm, I'm torn on it. Nikki Cross is definitely the big thing in it. I, I, part of me thinks Bliss, so I'm going to say Bliss initially, but I could well change my mind. Nikki Cross is a big part of the finish, though, one way or the other. Oh, 100%. Mm-hmm. She's yeah. definitely getting involved. Uh, yeah, oh, yeah. Either way. Well, I think we forgot to mention Ross, uh, Steve, since you missed it. We mentioned they had the tag team title match. It was Alexa and uh, Nikki versus the Iconics. And Nikki blamed Bailey for them losing the match because she distracted her. Hmm. Yeah. So what happened was that story. they had the tag team match. Bailey decided to come out and sit ringside to watch it because she wasn't happy that Alexa was talking shit about her. During the yeah. match, Alexa and Bailey kind of get a little bit physical with each other while Nikki's in the ring. Nikki gets distracted. Iconics pick up the win. So Nikki's now blaming Bailey for interference, which cost her her, and I quote, first ever WWE title opportunity. So she's going to cost Bailey her title. Or if or that, or she fucks up and hits Alexa by accident. Yeah. And then That's Alexa. One or the other. Nikki, yeah. Whatever or she way she hits or whatever way it works. Yeah, exactly. I, that's why I said to score the win. Yeah. When Gordo said that, you know, she was going to play into Bliss winning, I said she might play into Bailey winning. So I think you we're all right in so far as that Nikki is going to have a big impact on the save the final match of the result. But it's very tricky to see exactly how it's going to pan out. If they go she with her accident, with the lo- yeah, yeah, she fused with the loser of this match, simple as yeah. whatever whatever we yeah. have. It's, it's it's actually one of the better built stories coming out of this, not yeah. only because it's not something we saw before because you know women have no rights in Saudi Arabia, but it's actually a reasonably well built storyline. Yeah. And it could potentially elevate Nikki Cross to a level of either a Bailey or Bliss. Who well, I know Bliss's ring work isn't spectacular, but she's still seen in a high enough level. Bliss is better than average in in ring and she's arguably the best out of the ring. Oh, she is out, out ring absolutely fantastic. Bar, Bar Becky, obviously. Her matches like late. She, I think she's struggling lately from 
the fact that she hasn't been able to have as many matches. The rust yeah. is there. Um, I can't blame her for that. She's had like four matches this year. Oh yeah, I'm looking forward to that. She's doing a, one of them three six five things on her, where documents oh, her whole year through the injury stuff. I'm actually really looking forward to seeing that. Uh, nice. I'd say that'd be a really good watch. They, they Annie and Emma have been fantastic, but yeah. Uh, yeah, no, I just think yeah. Either way, I think this is going to elevate Nikki to either a Bailey or Bliss level, which is only going to help her. Which is actually nice yeah. that they're able to build some talent out of it. I think and they're, yeah, they're, the more still tweening. Yeah, it's. <sighs> I'm, I'm, I'm actually, you know, the more I'm thinking, the more I'm leaning towards she costs Bliss because then it leads to the two of them feuding on Raw since they're both Raw superstars. So, yeah, fuck it. Yeah, I'll, ch- I'll change my mind over the weekend a couple of times. But yeah, it should be a good match. Mixler message there, Nick. <laughs> yeah. I thought that was from the Mixler itself. I was like, what the fuck? No, no, this was me. <laughs> Put, copy, oh, okay. they, they just put up a new blog post. They said they no, will continue to stay online over the weekend with a backup server allowing an 85% success rate. Like, yeah, that's 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 the success rate we're getting on this. Thing. That's just the de- that's just the desktop app. The, the the like you can't get onto the site. Yeah. Mm, that's the problem. Yeah. You, we can't we have no live listeners here. We're doing this to an audience of zero until and know, we, we hope it records. Podcast. Oh god, we hope it records. And we hope Oh god. Anyway, that's why I want to get off of here quick. Steel Cage match, WWE title. How quickly does Kofi Kingston win this match, Nick? Oh, uh, not that quickly. I reckon it's going to go a bit. But uh, I don't think it's going to be an escape to win. I think it's going to be a pin, though. Kofi's yeah. Winning, clearly. yeah. Which I Kofi absolutely wins. hate. A steel cage match should have an escape to win. And, yeah. and bring back the old blue cage, damn it. Oh, no yeah, fucking yes, this please. door shite. The door's a load of bollocks. Why would anyone want to door. fuck a door? <laughs> but the only thing weird weird man Nick is that a Wexford thing people got needs bro people got needs <laughs> just ask Ricochet <laughs> oh, oh allegedly so Ooh. full house for Kofi there lads yeah oh yeah, yeah. with a caveat that um, I would love to see Dolph win because it would really throw a spanner into the works but I really don't yeah. think we're it getting the spanner later a... we're getting the spanner later the spanner is coming uh, Spanner and onto the plank. The plank versus <laughs> Becky Lynch. Way, Raw Women's title. Do they give Lacey the title here? No. No. Lacey's first title win will be as a face when they inevitably switch her. Um, when she becomes Sonya Blade. Yeah. Yeah, no, Becky wins. Um, I hope it's better than their last match. Oh, God, yeah. Yeah, um, hopefully their chemistry. I'm assuming they've been working on house shows. Yeah, so I imagine yeah. their chemistry's gone a little better. Yeah. So yeah, we we're all Becky there. I think the interesting one. We're tight on time because we're afraid of Mixler shit in the bed here. So we're saying Becky full house there. Yep. Uh, I want to spend a bit li- so we have a bit of time for this one. So Gordo, throw out your prediction for the the universal title match. I am saying. One one of my major predictions from the last two years is going to happen, and Baron Corbin is winning the title. And my logic is actually playing on what happened with Rollins and his steel chair shenanigans this week. So inevitably, we're going to have some cut of a heel ref. I can't remember who it was suggested last night having like a Stephanie because Rollins wouldn't hit a woman with Bo. Yep, goodbye, Nikki. Um, yeah, I like that idea because Rollins isn't going to hit a woman. So you'll have, would say, Stephanie, for example, or whoever as your ref. Uh, coming near the end of the match, you just see uh, all the guys that Rollins has attacked over the last week or so come out to the ring and surround the ring shield style with chairs. And then whoever the ref is, 
will just turn around and will actually be the person to signal and all of them will step up onto the apron, get into the ring and proceed to fucking obliterate Seth with chairs for, for however long, hoist them up, end of days and Baron Corbin is your new champ. I, I, I could see I could see literally Stephanie was covering her eyes as all the chairs are happening so she doesn't see it. Yeah. I was telling yeah. you, I see Baron Corbin winning as cha- uh, winning the title because everyone that Rollins jumped with the chair this week. Karma's going to come back and bite me in the ass. But has there been a statement from the remember when Brock didn't cash in Money in the Bank, which is his right? They had to make a statement on it, and management was upset. Why isn't there a thing about Rollins going around beating the fuck out of everyone with a chair? Where <laughs> is the consistency? Better. Where is the consistency? Yeah. Gordo, in your theory. Does Baron Corbin leave the night as champion? Yes. Oh boy, he does. Yeah. What about the theory that we threw out that Lesnar is, or Paul Heyman for that matter, could be the ref? I could see either of those being ref, but I still think Corbin's winning. Corbin's leaving there with the title. Brock is not cashing in until SmackDown on Fox. (laughs) It's easy. Just send the text. I'm sticking by. I'm sticking by. He's cashing in on Fox. I love Nick's idea of a female ref, but I don't. Mm -hmm buy into the Stephanie figure in that because I I don't see her being that person. I just can't put two and two together here. Payback for Rollins putting her through the table at Mania. (laughs) Jeez, that that fucking long term storytelling right there. They don't like to throw back that far. They don't like to throw back two weeks, let alone fucking Yeah, but you could do it slow. Gado booked that album or booked that (laughs) angle. But if if we use that logic of having a female ref, who are the alternatives? Name a, a on air personality wrestler that would do that. So you want bam, obviously bam. a heel character. Bam, 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 bam. And <laughs> here's here's one. No. Rhonda to screw over her rival's boyfriend. Oh boy. Oh Becky and Rollins. Against yeah. Rhonda and Rhonda. You know what, Nick? You might be onto something there because they have been horsing that down our throats for the mm-hmm. last few weeks. Just hook it to my veins! Give me Ronda Rousey and back on TV. Rhonda was on SmackDown this week. Or not on SmackDown, she was backstage at SmackDown, rather. Oh, All four horsewomen were at SmackDown this week. Oh, boy. It was either to record was something for the network or to record a ver- an episode of Carpool Karaoke, one or the other. Because Dee Bray and the Bellas are going to be on Carpool Karaoke. Oh, fuck my life. I <laughs> actually gagged and vomited. At the I, don't, don't, I don't think it's the James Corden one. I think it's just the actual separate TV show, Carpool Karaoke. Okay. I just got AIDS, lads. Got AIDS there. Thinking about that. Everyone has AIDS. 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 Rhonda to screw over Rollins to get at Becky, who has mm. retained her title. And this is Rhonda's fast track way of getting a title shot. Because you do need to earn it these days. Mm-hmm. I do love it. Supposedly, I, I don't see them being creative enough. No, to do I don't that. think it's. Good. It's just a, no, no, no. It it could work, but it, yeah. it won't happen. Wait a minute. What if it's Sharon Corbin helping out her older brother, <laughs> Baron Corbin? So, <laughs> <laughs> <Sup>, bro. <laughs> Oh, I hope someone heard that because we have had listens from Connecticut. So I'm just really hoping someone goes with it. And the name change, because they're not going to let her keep... She's going to be called Shayna. She won't be called Shayna Baszler. Just call her Sharon Corbin. And she's her, and he's her sister. And let's go back to the good old days of nonsensical stuff like that. I, I really want us to have a return to like 
biker gear Corbin as opposed to suit Corbin as well. I need to get rid of that suit. That suit's ridiculous. Yeah, but he still needs no, to cover I've up seen, that belly. I've seen Spidey him working belly. on the house shows and he, uh, he's wearing a t-shirt on the house shows. Yeah. Okay, that works. So he's, he's in the suit pants but a t-shirt. Strange. I'm not clipping Mixler. I'm not clipping. I can see my fucking levels. Clip, clip, <laughs> clip. <laughs> Dickheads. Well, yeah. No. Anyway. Corbin wins. Corbin wins. Lol. And I know, I think Fitz made a comment earlier along the lines of that's going to put butts in seats. Uh, if I would argue that if you look at the viewership since Mania, Rollins is champion to put butts in seats. So I don't think that's mm. going to be an issue either way. I don't blame Rollins for that personally. He's, I he's don't. On, he's on air character has been blander than fucking white bread but he still he? is the biggest baby face on Raw even though he works terribly. better as a heel yep. yeah but he's just been booked terribly and but here's, Baron Corbin as champion is not going to improve situation it works for here's Jinder Mahal right <laughs> <laughs> all this money is in the bank to excuse the pun right all that Wait. new money is coming um, they're playing with house money here try something just try things mm-hmm. why are you looking at the same thing every week there's, they're literally they're coming to the end of their contracts. You know, try some stuff. It's yep. the, what you're doing is not working. The the the, the status quo doesn't work, nope. and and uh, fifty two pick or drop off will tell you that. So try something new. I would also like Matt Riddle. Throw Matt Riddle in there. Give the him the TV title. See what happens. Begging for them to do something here. Yeah. Yeah, and I would also say that you're more likely to make a star as a face chasing a heel champ. So having a heel champ, yeah. they have more likely at, a, at hitting success with having someone chase it. Whereas yeah. if yeah. someone comes up now and is trying to chase the title against Rollins, they're not going to get as over as Rollins is. So I think it's yeah. going to be easier for them to try and build new people in the build-up to this new TV deals with a heel champ, especially one that everyone hates as much as Corbin. Yeah, and you, got, you already have a face champ in Kofi. So yeah. like, it's, it's, you always need at least one heel champ. Here's a question for you, right? So what if they don't put the belt on Corbin, but they do end up with a heel champ. Lesnar. What if, they, what if, no, what if this is the start of Rollins' heel turn as champ? They have been slightly teasing it. Get rid of the burn it down out of his entrance music again, then. That'd be fun. No, but we've always said, and it, oh, well, look, we're not alone in this. WWE can't book babyface. They're always idiots. Mm-hmm. Is this them finally going, okay, we can't, this guy's not an idiot. He's around for so long. He can't be caught looking at the Titantron and being attacked from behind. Maybe this is them going, no, we need a baby face that people can believe in and not think he's an idiot. After the all, all these comments. The old Austin theory of just, he just huh. kicks everyone's ass yep. regardless of who you are. Oh, like Austin Strowman was, was stupid, last year. He was never booked stupidly. Hmm. Maybe this is what this is. They're going, okay, we'll take your point, John Moxley. <laughs> you know, <laughs> maybe they're like, no, okay, maybe maybe that hit home. Maybe something finally got through to him and said, you know what, he has a point. And, you know, not just him, everyone who ever talks about them booking baby faces are like, well, you know what, they've got a point. All of these people are idiots. Simon Gotcha, how do you, think, how do you support? <laughs> how do you support a guy that's just an idiot? Maybe that's what they're doing here. He's thinking ahead. Uh, I th- <laughs> but it's also a warning to whoever takes it on Sunday. Potentially, you know, I, I, I can see the logic you're making and I can see the, the I can draw the comparisons to what we've seen on TV for the last week. It's not good enough, though. You know, if they're trying to make us believe that Seth Rollins is now the, the badass stone cold from back in the day. It's not translating. And that's worrying because. I think that's worse than knowing someone is either heel face, baby face, mega heel. If you don't know what they are. That's toxic. 
You know, you're going to get that go away heat rather than that boo heat. True that. Yeah, it's it's a common theme. We say it every week. Creative. Now, what if, what if they decided to flip the bus at this pay-per-view? Not by firing a fuck ton of people, which they obviously badly need to do. But what if they literally take the scripts, throw them in a trash can full of fire and flames and fucking petrol, gasoline, whatever you want to call it over in America, pew pew, America, America, and decide to, you know, <clears throat> come out of this pay-per-view, letting into Raw, and we have multiple title changes, possibly a few face heel turns, possibly a debut or two, you know, some shock value. How can they actually make this pay-per-view, which is not selling well for tickets, is possibly the least uh, exciting pay-per-view we've had in recent years. What can they do to, oh, holy fuck moment, this pay-per-view? Our truth is costing Rollins. Well, here's one. If you if somebody deserves a title shot for all the all they've done, it's our truth. <laughs> like, he's doing more than anyone to get their name out there and having the most entertaining segments. They'll have a twenty four twenty four seven boys end up in the middle of the ring during the fucking title match. Rollins gets gets distracted and turns around into an end of days. <laughs> yeah, that'd be cool. Um, but we got to move on. I think, unfortunately, mm-hmm. I'm really afraid this thing is going to go. Yep. Uh, quick uh, one quick final thing is Bray Wyatt mm-hmm. showing up Sunday or is he waiting till Monday Monday, Monday. they'll advertise ahead of time yeah. I think that he if he does show up on Sunday night it'll be involved the Cody Kingston Dolph Ziggler match in the cage he does have a history of showing up in cage matches with kids mm. <laughs> all you have to do is let him in Oh, they, oh, they were talking about the cage the whole that time. That's what they'll say. That's what they'll say. There's a door. There's a door. That's what they'll do. Let you can see in the moment. Someone's yeah. crawling towards the door. The lights go out. He's standing at the door and he uh, he's waiting to open. Let, Let me the mask in. on and everything. Let me in. It's oh, happening. Plan this happening. out months in advance. <laughs> abandon hope, ye who exit here. It was a case of whoever left with the what? title had to abandon hope because Bray was coming for him. Booking. Yeah, it wasn't all makes sense. At all. No, Booking. Wasn't. <laughs> and, and rambling rabbit bohemian breakfast, whatever spread, was nothing to do with all my steaks or anything like that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Gordo. Yeah, so if you do want to get more of us here at the Alleged Wrestling Podcast, you can find us on all good podcast apps. We're on SoundCloud, Stitcher, TuneIn, uh, iTunes, Google Podcasts. We're on Mixler normally every Wednesday. Um, and normally you can actually join us for chat. Uh, we're at, at 7.30 p.m. Irish time every Wednesday night. It's Mixler.com forward slash United Wrestling Podcast. If you want more of our wrestling coverage, you can get us on Twitter. It's at Tuba Wrestling. We're also on Facebook. It's Facebook.com forward slash Tuba Sports. And if you want to go onto our website and find your lovely G1 super duper tracker Bob spreadsheet that Nikki has, you can get us. It's TubitSports.com on the internet. And what would you want people to do on iTunes, Gordon? Well, if you are on iTunes or anywhere else that has any sort of, you know, a rating system and a comment system, we'd really appreciate if you could go full Melzer and give us eight stars. Uh, eight stars. If it's eight stars. <laughs> if it doesn't go high enough, if it only goes as far as five, we'll accept five. We'll Jesus. gladly five stars. But I, I think this isn't an eight-star podcast. Like we, to be fair, we we created wrestling podcasts. 
though. So send the love. Yeah, send the love. Leave us a little comment, any feedback, constructive feedback. I don't just want to hear about all the content in the title right now, but constructive <laughs> feedback. Um, but yeah, leave us, a rev- leave us a rating, leave us a review, and we'll send you much love. HH. HH. <laughs> <laughs> Dorothy Mantooth uh, is a saint. She is a saint. Uh, but yeah, let's just hope and pray that this works. So what I'm going to do now is I'm going to say goodnight, oh. Uh, we got one more thing we didn't do before we do. We don't have time. What is it? WrestleRama. Sunday. Ah, uh, do it quick. Do it quick. Okay. Sorry, I don't mean to be a dick, but I'm yeah, really worried. Irish all. Wrestling Roundup. Irish <laughs> Wrestling Roundup. <laughs> WrestleRama. OTT WrestleRama is on this Sunday from the National Basketball Stadium in Tala. Uh, on the card, we have Bandito versus Ray Horace, Puma King versus Justy, Valkyrie and CT Flexer versus Raven Creed and a mystery partner. The Rapture versus... I really hope Sharon Corbin I really hope it's Raven um, Rapture versus Club Tropicana there is uh, B, uh, Morden Hype versus the Angel Martina Cruisers and Martina uh, Darby Allen versus Scotty Davis Mark Haskins versus Terry Thatcher for the gender neutral title Walter versus David Starr for the number one contendership for the OTT title and for the OTT title Jordan Devlin versus Sean Guinness and it will be cracking Ooh, boy. we're going to be there all of us except for Steve because he doesn't <laughs> yeah. If, if, ima- like if imagine if Raven actually shows up at this show, uh, I, I reckon it's probably going to be uh, Gunther Isaac or something like that. But I don't oh, want yeah. to be Ra- Raven. He's so good. You you mean actual Raven? Actual Raven, yeah. They've what had it the back fuck? and forth on Twitter. Jesus I know, I've kid. seen that. <laughs> yeah. oh, that's right, yeah. Sharon Corbin does a whole weekend of run-ins that's my prediction for OTT <laughs> sorry I, I'm really worried that this is going to go I'd love to talk Let's more about it. we can do another one good if you want good night all. we have a battle good night all. good night